What is this? Stop the run. This is on the FIFA 1998 soundtrack. I can't believe you know the exact year. That was one of the first video games to have like real music on its soundtrack. Ah. It's because of CD-based media, I think. Yes. Hello, and thanks for listening to Hello. JoJo's Bizarre Hello. Podcast. My name's Mark. Uh, the one talking about FIFA and music. Hello, Mark. Was Miles. Hi, Miles. And the other voice briefly heard a moment ago Hello. was Jackie. It's I, Jackie. Together, the three of us watch, listen to, smell, and eat JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the anime, and some other stuff. We've we've watched live-action movie, you know. We watched some OVAs. Do those count? Yeah, the A stands for anime. This week mm. and next week. We're going to be talking about the finale of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Golden Wind, episodes 38 and 39. But today we're only talking about one of them. Right. We're definitely not recording right now about both of them and then splitting it up. No. Well, that's what we're doing. It is what we're doing. But listener, you don't know. You don't know that, listener. You don't know what we're going to say next week. So this weekend, this week only. (laughs) Next week is today. Yes. So for this week, we're going to discuss episode 38 which is, what did I say? Golden Wind Requiem? Gold this is ex- our last episode of all time. Gold, golden Experience Requiem? Next week is. Next week is our last episode of all time. Yes. And then after that... Which is today. We die. Uh, yeah. So, I did say we're going to recap episode 38, and that's true. But before we do that, we have responsibilities. We're adults now, and we have to talk about it. We have to talk... Mm-mm. About your emails in a place we call Correspondence Corner. All right. Woo. Uh, Miles, what do we have for emails? Dave from Chartable says that we're ranking. So that's yeah, cool. Dave, <laughs> Dave from Chartable just wants to sell us stuff. Yeah. I, I could not verify his claims. What's the... <laughs> what if Dave from Chartable writes back in and is like, hey, hey <laughs> I, you listen to, I listen to your podcast. I'm not just a, you know robot that is emailing every podcast telling them about their charting and i'm not just a fan (laughs) i'm not just trying to sell you things is it jodhod yes jodhod right yeah yeah yeah. jodhod aka a deal uh electronic mail sounds like a stand is the subject line dear jjb podcast king crimson actually works just like he's oh no oh no oh no okay this is a pretty succinct summary of it basically but all right let's do it Okay. Say there are three events, A, B, and C, one after the another. One after another. I'm with you so far. In A, Epitaph sees B and is really bad for boss, so Casey skips that, okay? Everyone else teleports from A to C. They do not go through B. Okay. Okay. Diavolo goes through the skip time B, but nothing else exists there. This is the erased world. Bullets about to hit him don't exist, so he doesn't get shot. Enemies also don't exist, so he doesn't get attacked or get to attack. As stated... Only King Crimson can move in the erased world. Okay. Okay. All right. I think we get it. So here's the thing. I don't get it. I think I found it more confusing when I thought that Bruno's non-death had to do with it. That's where I was like, wait, so the effect is that he's dead, but the cause is gone? Oh, I see. I don't think it's as confusing anymore. Because the thing is, it's basically Dio's world power, but 
he can move during, st- but he does that anyway. So it's like mm. nothing freezes. It's just erased. It's erased. It's skipped. It's not even erased, really. I'm sorry, yeah. Miles, I just realized we didn't finish the email. That's right. Uh, recommendation. I also recommend Trigun uh, in terms of what we're going to do after we're dead. Vash's antics remind me a little a lot of young Joseph Joestar. Gung-ho guns are also very similar to the Glory Gods and La Squadra. Durara is a show a lot like Part 4 in the crazy, noisy, bizarre towns filled with colorful, colorful character sense. Durara is a lot like Dorara. I have no idea what this means. Its predecessor, Bacano, has Part 2's frantic feel to it. But a warning on Trigun, FMAB, and Mob Psycho all have ideals of pacifism and forgiving murderous enemies, which may irk Jackie yes. given her issue with Koichi from a deal in Bangladesh or worldwide. Yay. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Worldwide. I also thought just now, what if we watched just like Indiana Jones <laughs> yeah. and just compared that to Young Joseph? That's a thing. I'll watch Indiana Jones any day. Yeah. Maybe Just you should do that. Not the fourth one or Think maybe about, the like, second one. Is there anywhere where Araki says like what his inspirations are during certain times and then we can watch those things? Um, yeah. Like, I mean, a lot of the author's like, note and the stand comments, he explains yeah. his inspirations. Yeah. It's, it's like piecemeal. We, yeah. We should, we should do that. We should find where he talks about like movies or shows. And to a degree. Them. Okay. But, but I don't want to like watch all like, of them. I know. But like we could do an episode on, you know, if Indiana Jones is one, we can watch the mo- watch a movie and then talk about it. Maybe a movie is a lot. A movie might be a lot to watch. I don't know. But it's an idea. It's an idea. Uh, this email is from... Thank you for your email, Adil. Thank you for your service. This email is from Blood Letter or Blood Cross Letter. Hmm? What? Hello, JJB Pod, long-time listener, first-time writer. I'm here to say I'm interested in this in a Mark voice. Okay. So I've desperately been searching for a replacement to fill the void the Jojo will be leaving me with, and I've come across a new anime called Fire Force. Uh, so we've actually talked about Fire Force. Uh, sorry. We blood, did? Blood letter, but someone told us about oh, okay. this because it is indeed uh, the sequel, not the sequel, what am I talking about? The next project of David Pro, David oh. Productions. Uh, so it's... Yeah, it's firefighters. Um, there's fires in Tokyo, but it's also has to do with citizens like spontaneously combusting because of demons or something. Hmm. So maybe we should watch. We should watch that one. Next we should time. watch Fire Force. Yeah, and I mean, like, I love demons and devils and stuff. And I don't just mean in media. I mean, I love demons. Demons are great. I love demons. Um, anyway, so, let's I mean, keep, I'm keep, into that. Keep reading the email. Sorry, I'm adding. I'm adding Fire Force to our list. Okay. Adding Fire Force to the list. Fuck Force. Sorry about that. Uh, You guys keep getting the same suggestions, so I thought I'd throw another anime into the mix. Thanks for listening. I listen every week and can't wait to hear more of your shenanigans. I hope the wait for part six isn't too long. It's going to be long. P.S. I couldn't come up with anything clever, but I am definitely horny. Horny with a capital H. Arrivederci to everyone and to Golden Wind. Um, And the attached picture is... Giorno and Golden Wind, but they both seem to have crying Polnara face. Aww. It's pretty it's pretty good. It took me a while to realize what I was looking at. Sad. All right, Fire Force is on the list now. Thanks for writing. Thanks for the recommendation. Mm-hmm. Thanks. All right, this next email is from Jared. Jared. I started listening to the podcast back at the Crim- King Crimson reveal, and since then, I've been a 
big fan. I'm going through your part four series while also rewatching all of Diamond is Unbreakable with my sister since she's new to JoJo. Okay, enough about me. Here are my questions. Since the finale to Golden Wind airs tonight, I wanted to ask, what are your thoughts on part five? What were your favorite fights? It's one of my favorite parts personally, as well as part seven and two. If you had to rank every part you've seen from best to not as good, since there aren't really any terrible overall parts, how would you each of your rankings be? Uh, P.S. Bruno's death wasn't supposed to be sad, and he, as he has already been dying for half the series, it was supposed to be an optimistic send-off to a character that had been suffering for a long time, finally getting his peace. In his own words, everything is returning to normal. P.P.S. Sorry for the long email. It wasn't that long. P.P.P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I wake up a little bit closer to Stone Ocean, hopefully. Hmm. So we've answered the question. Well, okay. So let's let's go through the questions here. Um, what are your thoughts on part five? I like it. It was good. The ending didn't make any sense to me. Well, so I thought it could have been stronger. We'll go. Yeah, we'll go over that later. But yeah, I, yeah, I thought that the ending could have been stronger or more memorable. Mm-hmm. Mm, I feel like it could have ended like before this. Like we didn't yeah. need this two parter here. But anyway, we'll get to that. Um, but overall, I think it's still my favorite of all of the parts. My we've favorite seen. fights were anything involving Mista. I love Mista. Mista's good. I really like Trisha's fight. Um... What else do I like? Trish as a character ended up being cool. Yeah. I, they could have done more with her, but uh, whatever. I mean, I'll take what I can get. <laughs> the, the other thing I would criticize is that I still don't get a sense of like who, like Jorno is very much a blank slate with an overpowered stand. I really wanted, I really wish that Dio, like the fact that Jorno is Dio's son would was more important. Yeah, and we got a better sense of, like, what Jotaro and Josuke and Joseph were all like. Like, I I don't know. There's nothing, like, weird or interesting about him other than that he's, like, super overpowered and he hates drugs. That's true. It's just just boring. Yeah, and, Mm. like, he mostly just seems confident the whole time. I mean, Mm -hmm. same with Jotaro. Jotaro only has one or two moments of vulnerability. But then, yeah, coupled with his stand just being way too strong, it just doesn't doesn't feel like any stakes or it's hard to identify with him. Yeah, that's why I think part four still now edges it for me. Oh, you think part four, you like part four better now? Yeah. Mm. Part four has some weaker dips, I, I think. I like some the weaker fashion. Fights. I like the fashion in this one. I think the fashion in this one's actually too much. What? Oh, I like the fashion. Yeah, I thought I thought um, the guy we see here at the, the, well, next week's episode. He looked great. I thought he looked good. Yeah, I thought he was a little more subtle. But when you see no. like characters with like holes all over their clothes, no, I'm like, this is not how. That's, no, you can't perfect. do that. No, perfect. No. More of this. Um, I thought this was the best looking arc. Yes. That might be true. I think some of the drawing, yeah. Some of the, just the way characters are drawn, I think looks really good in this arc. And the, the animation was, I think, the best of, best that we've seen. Yeah, no censorship. Of, like, outside of the OVAs. Yeah, sure. no, no censorship. Is All good. that blood. I like Dopio. I like him talking to uh, phones that aren't real. Um, yeah, Dopio was good. Yelling into a frog is always good. Uh, I I still really like this one. Part four is also really good. Part four, as if I, I, he asked us to rank them, and I guess now we can do that. Um, I think it's like for me five four three two one go. Five four two three one. I think I'm four five two three one. I think I'm four three five two one. That's your pin number too. Oh <laughs> shit! You've been looking over my shoulder. 
I'm always Stardust Crusaders does does drag, but it just has some of the best characters, best fights. Um, I, I love the setting too. Some of the strongest yeah. things. I, I have a I have a soft spot for part two, even though it made me cry because I hated what they did to Lisa Lisa, but still good mm-hmm. good overall. And I I like Young Joseph. Young Joseph is wonderful. Rudy. Uh, Rudy. <laughs> Sorry, it's Rue. Oh. <laughs> hey, JGB Pod. I've been working my way through the backlog over the past couple months, and I'm finally caught up just in time for the finale of Golden Wind. Thanks for keeping me sane during the stress of final season and the boredom of recovering from major season. Sounds stressful. No, you surgery. did not read that right. You didn't read, read that right. Major surgery. This is not what I said? No. You said season. Well, I don't know what major season You said season major is. season. Oh, recovering from the stress of final season and the boredom of recovering from major surgery yes good you can read i'd also second the recommendation to watch mob psycho 100 even if you don't it's gonna blah 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 blah. a question for jackie hello since you mentioned that body horror is one of your top interests yes do you have any recommendations for good perhaps more obscure body horror media p.s every time i close my eyes i wake up feeling so corny since i live in ohio Mm. ohio more obscure is the question because the thing is like i think of like okay if you're already into body horror you're already gonna know like the things that i would mm-hmm. normally mm-hmm. pick um i like the older versions of the fly <laughs> so there's that which older one like the, 50, the 50s one yeah there's mm. there's the fly from 1980 which is like an obvious one but then the older ones are are pretty cool too but i guess i don't know if i don't know if they really count as much as body horror but i think i like the idea of that tetsuo tetsuo the iron man is a good one it's a great one um if you like gross body parts turning into metal um i mean i like reading shintaro kago's comics even though they're really gross and also sexual not safe for work children don't read it but chintaro kago has a lot of really good weird shorts obviously junji ito is like my favorite gyo is one like one of his more famous ones uh uzumaki is my favorite personally but i think gyo uzumaki is something... might be higher i don't think gyo has a movie uzumaki is probably his most famous work and the the um the um, um uh, the amigara, enigma of enigma of amigara fall oh i mean miles like, read that yeah, that one's like a short that people probably have read, even if you don't know that that's what you're reading. Um, because it's all about the dirt, dirt, yeah. dirt. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uzumaki has some good body horror parts, but uh, Gyo even more so. Shitaro Kago is just fucking, and then and then that's Junji Ito, and then Shitaro Kago is fucking gross. Um, yeah, I don't like any of this stuff with shit. Mm-hmm. I don't like that bathroom stuff. Yeah, Miles, you what did get you get? Really gross. What did you think of the Enigma and Amigara fault? It was cool. It was really creepy. Did you? Were you haunted by it? No. Okay. Because you're always like, I'm scared of things, and then I'll show you something scary, and you're like, This is fine. <laughs> Maybe you're a strong boy. Strong boy. Uh here. Go ahead. You were good? Okay. Yeah, I'm just thinking about, is there anything that I've seen recently? But like, those are the ones that I always come back to. This email is called Recommendations, and it's from Gary. Gary and Hey, guy, Diana. it's Gary. Thanks for your horror movie recommendations previously. Anyway, since you guys are looking for stuff to review, I'd like to recommend some. 
One, Revolutionary Girl Utena. It's probably the most feminine anime to date. It has many subtle messages for you to dissect. I would highly recommend this anime. Uh, number two is uh, just Studio Ghibli works, specifically Miyazaki. I've watched everything he's made. It would be wonderful to watch them with your podcast. Aww. It said he's not watched every movie. Oh. Wow. Well, it's better than season, okay, instead of surgery. Mm. You know, we had an opportunity to say, sorry, you're going through surgery. Oh, I didn't know we were keeping score. And instead, we just glossed over it because we were thinking about how you don't know how mouths work. Uh, good luck. Keep up the good work. P.S. 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 Is there a Studio Ghibli movie that like is the what's the what's the movie that might be the most Jojo Jojo-y? Jojo. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Let's see here. Studio And then maybe Ghibli. I would I'm interested in Revolutionary Girl Utena. That might be good. That's a good one. I've only seen sure to... one Ghibli or Miyazaki, which is the Nausicaa of the Wind or whatever. The one with the bugs. Yeah, we watched that recently because Mark has never seen a Miyazaki film. So we were like, let's start from the beginning. Uh, we technically didn't, but that is like a huge one. Yeah, that's that's one of his early big ones. Yeah. Although, where is it on this list? Feature works. Because we didn't watch Castle in the Sky. Maybe Spirited Away would be a good one to watch on the podcast. I like that because it has to do with... Um, Oh, this no, is wait. the only idea I've liked so far. By the way, Jackie, you, <laughs> really? were, you were right, by the way. Nausicaa Valley of the Wind is before they founded the studio. I uh-huh. fucked up. Um, yeah, I would watch... I'm interested in Spirited Away and maybe My Neighbor Totoro. Because, Jackie, you've never seen My Neighbor I've Totoro, I've never seen right? Totoro. Me neither. I've never been able to watch Grave of the Fireflies. This might be... Uh, That's not Mizaki. It's Studio Ghibli. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. This might be fucked up to I've say, but I always find it boring. Start uh, watching it. Like, I don't care about those blah Japanese blah blah. Kids. War and death. I'm pretty sure I watched it when I was an asshole. Um, oh, which was I was like when was that? Thirteen. I was like thirteen or fourteen. And I was an asshole, and I think I my my like I was watching it with my friends, and one of them was like sad and crying, and I was like making fun of it. Oh, what a pussy! Yeah, I was doing that. You think families being torn apart and yeah. killed is like, fucking sad? Or I was just like, oh, look at everybody dying. Look at all the fire. Who, oh. who was it? Who was who was crying? Cindy. Oh. <laughs> Cindy. She's emotional. I probably still feel that way. What? About that movie. You still <laughs> laugh at kids <laughs> crying? Fire. Yeah. Fuck Where's everybody. the movie about the Filipino kids? That's true. It's true. Or the Chinese kids that you tortured and captured. That's right. I mean, uh, war hurts everyone, really. There's no mm-hmm. winners in war. Why care about one group of kids over the other? Just don't care about any of them. Let's just watch Spirited Away. I mean, I think that that's really the only group you have license to portray and tell the story of, however. But I guess they could take, like, if someone wrote a memoir about, you know, Philippines in World War II or China in World War II, then they could just animate it and therefore elevating and giving a voice to other victims. Yeah, we could watch Spirited Away instead. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, I think we we produce an anime based on the... um, terror of imperial japan okay uh upon all countries let's just make an anime that's a series sure 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 we can do all that right yeah okay it is time to talk about the first episode episode 38 gold experience requiem um so we don't start right away with the op although i do want to talk about that um i think we jump right back into the battle right to the end the, of the battle? It, it it goes back and forth. So you start with... Um, 
Nista. You, you start with them like eating, like they're all sitting eating, and we find out later that this is a, kind of like a flashback. But they're all like eating, and they're talking about eating flesh. Um, it's Mista, Narancia, Leon, Abacchio, and Fugo. Yeah. Fugo. And then we cut to like Giorno when he did like muda 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 and punched um, Diablo and King Crimson. King Crimson, whatever. Oh, I thought you were anding. No, 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 no. You were right. Oh, okay. I thought you couldn't remember the name of the stand. They're fighting every. They're fighting and stuff happens, and he gets like defeated and tossed over into water. Yeah, Gold Experience Requiem at one point does like a turn punch, or they show him like they show his back winding up and giving him a big heavy hit, mm-hmm. and he knocks it out of the park. Like Muda. Hank Williams. No, that's a country singer. Was Hank Williams a baseball player? You're thinking of either Hank Aaron or Ted Williams? No, I'm not thinking of Hank Aaron. I know Hank, Hank Aaron. He and I go way back. I'm thinking of Honus Wagner. Okay. That's right. Not Or George Strzemski. Oh, fuck, I don't remember his name. Okay, well, anyway. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, this has been Baseball Box. So Trish is like... <laughs> this is like this has been mark can't remember any anybody's name from baseball but um honus wagner is definitely a baseball i got ty cobb i got cy young should we do a baseball podcast mookie williams willie mays no is that a person oh yeah okay mookie williams no willie mays is not a baseball player is he yes he is oh he is okay. oh yeah oh i'm thinking of daryl strawberry I'm thinking of the guy the shamwow guy the ShamWow guy, Vince Offer? No, I'm thinking of who's the guy who did who did oh, infomercials? Billy Billy Mays. Billy Mays. Billy Mays. He did uh, OxyClean yes. and Orange Glow. Anyway, Rip in Peace. So Trish rest is, in product placement. Trish is like, wait, where is <laughs> he? Trish is like, wait, where is he? Like he didn't float up. Like where'd he go? Where's his body? Um, she was like, where is all the sparkles coming out? Yeah. That's another thing I would have liked to see actually, because this is her dad. Like. I would have liked to see like some kind of wrap up of, uh, man. All right. Yeah. I like, don't know. I don't know if we should talk about like what what we missed in this finale or not. You know, because we're doing part one now. We're gonna do the next part later. You know. You know. You know. You know. You know. But I wish that would have wrapped up, and I wish they would have done a where are they now, like they've done with the other seasons. Well, we'll talk about that specifically later. Okay. Well, too late. Um. But anyway, so we we find out that Diablo is holding on to um. He's, he's just kind of like in the water holding on onto a ledge and then he climbs up um, and he's like being all like, haha, I'm Diablo. He looks like he has a hole in his head. He's got. Did oh, he always have that? Well, yeah, no, he does not. Um, at some point during that first Muda, 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 Muda rocking everywhere, um, Jorna like punches a hole in King Crimson's porcelain stupid head. Mm. It like opens a cavity into it. Does he kill Epitaph? Is that why there's a hole? Oh, poor oh, Epitaph. Yeah. Epitaph didn't deserve that. That's right. Hmm. So Dopio is dead then. Yes, uh, Dopio is be- Dopio's been dead though. I know, but his stand was still there. Mm. I don't I never believed that that was Dopio's stand. Oh, Dop- true. Dopio didn't have a stand. Just a theory. Mm. Dopio's stand was anything can be a telephone. Yes. His, yeah. his stand? That would actually be a pretty cool stand. You think just so? Use yeah. anything as a communication tool. Why don't you just bring a phone? Sometimes you lose your phone or you have to you forget to charge you it. You never have to pay for a cell phone service. I, I almost that's good. That's actually it's a very practical, practical. You save stand. like thirty bucks a month or whatever, mm-hmm. however much. Cell I feel like that's are. a stand written in like the eighties before cell phones are like a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before technology. My dad would talk about how in sci fi books by Robert Heinlein, there's a story where there's a guy riding a horse in the future and he picks up a phone on the horse 
He's like mm. a horse saddle phone. And you're supposed to be like, wow, what a future. <laughs> but then the future comes and it's like, oh, no, you just bring a phone everywhere. Mm. You know, so way to go, Robert Heinlein. That's funny. Um, so, yeah, so he, he climbs up kind of into the sewer and this fucking crazy ass guy runs up to him and is like, I won't let you steal my coat. And he stabs him. Yeah. It's a junkie. It's ironic because he's a drug dealer. Oh, uh, yeah. I, a lot of this. I guess we're pretty much about to say it, but it's just a very, it's a lot of karma. Mm. Yeah. I think that's how this is supposed to be because then we see that, um, Diablo is like, I'm Diablo. I'm not going to die at the hands of him, but it looks like he does. He kind of does. He kind of does. But then, but then he wakes up and he's getting autopsied, but he's still alive. Yeah. Autopsied. And it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I feel like this woman should be important. She gives a name. She has a name. Utello or something. Yeah. Yeah. Her name is Monica Utello. Mm-hmm. Utello. Nutella. Yeah. Utero. And revolutionary girl, Utena. <laughs> and I was like, who is this woman? <laughs> like she's a very pretty, uh, yeah. mortician or not mortician, yeah. whatever. What is she? What is Forensic she doing? Detective. Why does she get a name? Why did, why is she so well drawn? You should be happy. Huh? Oh, I feel I feel good about it, but I'm suspicious. I'm like, why doesn't she have like she seems like someone now that should have a bigger part? Like, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I, I was, I was like, wondering if it was a name we. I'm knew. like, I'm like, uh, we still don't know. Like, I mean, I personally, anybody who doesn't know what Part Six is about and who the how the heroes are related um, to the to the rest of the parts. Um, That's true. You don't know. You know, I don't know who like the heroes of part six, I don't know who I assume because everybody's always related. I assume that the, he, there is somebody there who is a Joe star related somehow to the Joe star bloodline. I don't know how exactly. So I'm like, you know, because this autopsy woman is named, like, is this woman going to be somebody's mom? I don't know. Like, does she get together? She's with, on Momo's bizarre with Jorno adventure or something. Um, I don't know. So there's that. I'm just suspicious of like, hmm, who is this woman? Why is she important? Why do I know her name? You know? Yeah. Um, so then the next thing is I kind of thought that this was going to be, because um, I remember this. I remember how this plays out, but not the specifics of like what scenarios he's dying in or whatever. I thought it was going to be like he is dying, but he can't, he, he can't actually be dead. You know, like his corporeal self is going through like, being stabbed and then being autopsied and then we'd see him get buried but the whole time he's awake like he doesn't get to experience like the loss of consciousness and so he would just be alive forever because that's cause with no effect but then after this one there's a switch to him like near a busy street right it seems to be like in somewhere all the signs were in english oh really i was wondering if it was in new york or something oh i didn't notice that which why (laughs) Why but not? that doesn't matter. But like he gets up, a dog barks at him. He trips and is hit by a car. Um, well, I don't, does he trip? I thought he just backed up and jumped away. He trips over like a ledge. Oh uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think we see his foot. Which, by the way, speaking of of karma, this is a Araki villain being barked at by a dog. It's true. Ooh. Being scared by a dog. Ara- Araki liked dogs. So Araki's he's he's, <laughs> he's really going back, and uh, this is that part of the twelve step program where you apologize to yes. everyone you've wronged through your addiction. Um, also, by the way, we didn't talk about the opening has a new sequence where Diablo does still stop or I'm sorry, he doesn't stop time. He doesn't do the time erasure thing or he does, but then Giorno all of a sudden is also using gold experience Requiem in his power, I think called no fuck you 
Mm. Um, and then we just see Diablo freaking out uh, that he can't do anything. And uh, what I like about this is there's a shot of Jordan, though, that's definitely a Dio tribute with his oh. his back to the camera and his hair is like billowing a little longer and he kind of holds his wrist up in the air. Um, it's a very DOE pose and I, I like that. Um, anyway, so yeah, so, so far Diablo dies. Well, he dies like twice, like Gemini. Um, no, he dies like three times. Yeah, I guess the autopsy though is already dead. Or four times. He can't move. Well, yeah, he died to, I guess he dies to Gold Experience Requiem. Yeah. I don't know, though. We really don't get a clear answer, I think, on what happens to him. This is such a cruel ability, though. Well, well let's talk about the It's torturous. So he, it, after he gets hit by the car, he's in a field with a little girl, and he gets freaked out by the little girl. <laughs> I don't think we see him die in that one. No, moment. but he, he suspects something's going to happen. He's just scared of everything. I didn't understand. Well, I guess there, was, there wasn't a connection to anything with the dog either, but it was just like, who is this little girl? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was Monica Utello. Oh, as a girl. Um, but this is a very cruel ability. Yeah, it's yeah. cruel to the point of like, I don't know, dude. <laughs> and uh, Jorno is like, he'll never know the truth about his death. And I'm like, you just die forever? Like, ah. There's trapped. something like this in the, the Comic Sandman too, where... I thought you said Comic Sans. Go ahead. In Comic Sans, the font, uh, mm-hmm. where it just repeats over and over again. Oh. Uh, where uh, Morpheus, who's like the lord of dreams in that yep. comic uh, and in real life he's taking revenge on someone and like how he punishes him is like you know how when you have a nightmare you wake up in a cold sweat that he it keeps happening to this guy except each time he wakes up it, he's in another nightmare and he just keeps waking up and oh, waking no. up in more and more nightmares and that's the rest of his life mm, i love that mechanic you see that in uh, in the mouth of madness no not in the mouth of madness in uh, heart of no Prince of Darkness, I think, the fucking John Carpenter movie. It doesn't matter. It's a meme. Look it up. Okay. Don't, don't bother me anymore. Right. But it also happens. In real life? Y- yeah. Well, it's like, never when, happened to me. It's happened to me when you're dreaming. That's never happened to you. You dream, You have a nightmare, and then you think you wake up, but you actually are still in another nightmare. Oh, that has happened to you. You but dreamed a little dream? No, I dreamed a big scary dream. Oh, and then and then and then my and then my dream. I, I'm like I'm trying to. I'm like wake up, wake up, because I realize that I'm in a dream. So I'm like wake up, wake up, wake up. And then it's like okay, I'm in my bed, and then something weird happens. Like I don't know, my fucking legs are severed off or something. Like you know, like, like it's like oh my god, I'm still in the dream. And then it's like wake up, wake up, wake up. And then it's like I keep, but I'm still in the dream. And then I'm like I can't wake myself up. Can't I have wake that, up. It's not nightmares, but I have that when I don't want to wake up but i have to wake up where i'm yeah. like, i, don't I wake, wake up and then i'm like getting ready and i'm peeing and then i'm like oh wait i'm still asleep That's i hope i'm too. not peeing in my bed and then i yeah. wake up and i'm like okay good i wasn't and peeing you, in my bed oh <laughs> i thought you were gonna be like and i pissed my bed i have a problem <laughs> i'm old uh so yeah diavolo dies a bunch and he keeps dying and basically this is where it is the parallel between uh, Diablo's stand is a stand that never lets you see the cause. It's only the effect because he's a results-oriented person. Mm-hmm. Whereas Giorno is all about the strife, the cause, the effort, not necessarily what you get out of something. And so his stand is cruelly cause without effect. So it's that Diablo keeps dying and never actually dies. So he just has to keep reliving um, the same, same painful uh, death. Yeah. Which, I mean, I would like to believe that the power does not do that to everyone, that it's more like certain, whenever it activates, like you never experience effect. You just keep looping the same sort of feeling and cause. 
Well, the so, Requiem stand is like for a specific purpose. Like, mm, I you, guess you're right. So, like, this stand specifically is designed to punish Diavolo. I see. And and Jorno's wish is that he would feel the pain that he inflicted on everyone. I think so. So he'd feel what it's like to be autopsed. He'd feel what it's like to feel the wrath of someone addicted to drugs. Feel the wrath of a dog. A doggy. <laughs> yeah, I don't get the la- the last two scenarios. Little little <laughs> girls that he's probably you know terrorized or killed or whatever. Yeah. What it'd be cool to see like his mom, uh, like come out of the floorboards with her mouth sewn shut and stuff, and like pull him into the floorboards. That would have been cool. That would have been sick. I'm such a good writer. Uh, so wait a minute. So Gold Experience Requiem has kind of two additional powers. One mm-hmm. is to specifically undo. Uh, undo King yeah, Crimson's yeah. powers. Yeah. And then the other one is also to trap him in a existence of perpetually dying in like dream scenarios, basically. I guess so. I don't know. It, it kind of, I think that it is, it's a little hazy, um, but I feel like it is just that you experience cause with no effect. So King Crimson and, and Diablo try something but it never actually works because it's just the cause and then he kills diablo and activates ger um which means that he experiences the cause of death but never the actual effect of death so i think it really is both but how do these okay but it's more than just cause with no effect right because there's more and more causes are being drummed up like but where are these like where where are all these deaths coming from? You know, like who's who's inventing these deaths? Where you know? I don't know. Maybe it's it's more than that. Maybe it's, it's just random. The mechanics of it are. It's not just like cause with no effect. It's like right because it would just be the same death of literally right. him getting punched with during the Muda barrage. He would just be getting punched in the face over and over again. Right, right, right. And then that's the, the looping component. There's also a looping component because it's not just cause with no effect one time. It's one time. It's it's a it's a loop. So he's yes. trapped in a loop forever. Like there's more to this power, you know. Well, it's not the as simple. Loop, the loop makes sense to me because it's it caused with no effect. Yeah, but what? Why? Why a loop? Because it never it never finishes. It's just the cause forever. Right. So that's part of it, I guess, is there being a loop. Yeah, because if you erase effect, that means that something never ends. The fact that it repeats itself, I don't know. I mean, what else would you do? Just have him live through his death very slowly for eternity? You know, uh-huh. if you never reach the end of something. Does that mean you're just looping everything before the end? Or are you taking everything before the end and stretching it? Hmm. I'm picturing like a Pro Tools timeline right now. But but yeah, it doesn't make sense that the theme changes and whatnot. I think it is just sort of some like cosmic justice thing. And yes, that is true that that is... I think it's an additional power. It's more arbitrary than just reverting what happened the way King Crimson uh, nullifies what happened. So... It's like a power and a half because it's kind of related, but yeah, you're right. It's not just um, erases, whatever. Hey, yeah. everyone, write in and explain Gold Experience They're Requiem. They're going to do it. And then we're going to talk about uh, how we watched uh, Bible Black or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess Jorno just for the rest of his life has the same Gold Experience. And then in addition to that, with the Requiem powers, he gets the this like... Does the cause and no effect stuff work on someone that isn't King Crimson? I don't know. It's kind of 
like even without that it's still a very powerful stand and yeah yeah at one point he like summons sunlight into his hand it's almost like hamon where he shoots the sunlight at diavolo mm. and like a building comes apart yeah do you remember that like an episode or two ago and he turned it into scorpions oh yeah i think you're right it was laser beams that like instead of punching something to turn it into life he can now shoot he can turn things into life at a distance and think, cause damage with that beam do you think scorpions is a reference to the german metal band scorpions they did here i am burm, burm. rock you like a scorpion <laughs> rock you like a scorpion which is just ow uh i just hope that he doesn't turn evil because he's got that in his blood and he's got the most powerful stand around probably maybe the most powerful stand around why is he such a good guy anyway he's not i don't think so you don't think he's a good guy i think like he's one of those guys that's like like an uh, I was gonna say like he's an extremist on one side of something and then he just like reads the right like book or news story and is like I'm an extremist in the other direction or whatever and you're like I don't know if I trust this guy at all you know I feel like he could just as easily be evil but he's good he's just so good right now yeah right now I don't no, know he's too good anyway um so then um we go back to oh yeah so so Trish and Jorno are talking and she's like so did and Jorno is like this is the nature of gold experience requiem and Trish is like so we won and uh he's Jorno says something about fate is a sleeping stage and we're all sleeping set. slave 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 fate is a sleeping slave and we've set it free well which, isn't this where Trish is like where's his body I want to see his body yeah and Jorno is like don't worry about it Deep yeah. down in my soul, I know it's not a problem. I would just be like, Jorno, look, dude, like it's just a hundred feet we walk. Like I think I saw it splash over here. Yeah. He's like, don't even look for it. That's like that's like the Jamie Lee Curtis mistake in Halloween. Like, mm. oh, Michael Myers is dead. He's definitely dead. Here's a knife. Michael Myers his body. I'm gonna walk away. Like, dude, you don't. I guess he watched the anime. I guess yeah. he knew what happened. Yeah. But yeah, so we don't we don't even know. Like, did Diavolo's actual body get sucked into those fates? Like, does he exist to the rest of the world anymore? Is he just somewhere going, ah, as a ghost being like tortured? Like he's some kind of dibuk? Well, as Jorno put it, don't worry about it. <laughs> Jorno's he's like, eh, don't, don't, don't think about it too hard. He's like, let's just get pizza. I'm we're hungry. Not, Who's supposed, hungry? We're not supposed to understand it. Um, so now they freed fate. They freed it. So now I guess they're, what they're saying is that Diavolo could control fate mm. with his power. And now... Anything can happen. Right. Okay. Interesting. Which is a nice optimistic thought. Yeah. Sure. So then we um, we go back to this flashback where everybody, um, Fugo, Mista, Narancha, Leone, are at a dinner uh, table. Yeah, Bakio. They're at a dinner table and they're talking about tasting human flesh. And <laughs> it sounds really weird when you summarize it. <laughs> Well, that's what that's what happened. I know. Well, it's just Mista brings up like a weirdo. Do you think humans taste good or bad? <laughs> right, and he's talking about what what humans taste like, and and they're like, I think humans taste bad because we eat animals that eat plants. Or we something. think animals that eat plants taste Tastes the best. Good. We don't yeah. think carnivores taste good, which I don't know if that's true. Yeah. Like, have you ever had a really good whale? No. no some whales are carnivores oh i i didn't tell you guys i uh i order delivery from the the deep web 
Mm-hmm. Did you guys know that they have like a seamless for the deep web and you can order like uh, like infant? And uh, I don't like this. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and then Narancha is like, well, I eat a lot of fruits and vegetables, so maybe I taste good. And Misa's like, yeah, you probably taste good. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, uh, don't eat Narancha. Of course, he eats fruits and vegetables. His name's his name is Orange. Um, orange with an N in front of it. Yeah. For some reason. Norange. Um, <laughs> so uh, somebody, I think Bruno comes in and he's like, leaky eyed Luca's body was found. We need to investigate. Um, and that, that that lets us know that this is kind of a prequel. Yeah. It's really like, it's like parallel to as it starts. Instead of Giorno getting a cab from the, or being a cabbie at mm-hmm. the airport, we're seeing the mafia side. Right. And um, Fugo's like, oh, let me do it. And, uh, and yeah, Fugo's like, you're going to be a capo one day. So, you know, you shouldn't dirty your hands with this stuff. And whatever, whatever. They talk about it a little bit, but we don't really find out who investigates it. And we, it ends up being Bruno. Um, and we see that there's a guy waiting for them and he is, he wants help, which like, why are you getting help for them from the mob? We'll find out in a little bit. Because the police don't care in that town. And these are the authorities they have to turn to. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it's also also specifically he wants revenge. (laughs) So revenge is something the police can't really help. Yeah, (laughs) you shouldn't ask a cop for that. Can you guys whack this dude? (laughs) Please just kill him where no one can see. Right. Do you guys want to try that as an experiment? Should we go to the police and ask them to do something illegal? Mm. Do you think they would just be like, no, like, or would they arrest you? They can't arrest you. Right. They can. Is it illegal to be weird? True. I don't think it's illegal to be weird. Hmm. anyway you're under arrest so Uh, um mm -hmm. this little short man is like please help this guy who was dating my daughter is a sculptor and one day my daughter uh swan dived off a rooftop holding a rock and slammed her head with a rock into the ground or whatever Mm -hmm. pretty pretty metal way to go died she killed herself while holding a very strange rock which is like also like why so that death sounds super mysterious right why like this this woman doesn't seem like someone who would kill herself the family doesn't think that she would ever do that so one she kills herself and two she also does it by holding a weird rock like why would i don't know why would you make be you gotta make sure you die such a mysterious uh death what if you jumped off the roof and hit your head and you were just like ow 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 and you just couldn't walk after that mm-hmm. you should instead put that rock right on your chin and jump off. Yeah, but when the dad is telling the story, he was like, he was like, so she starts dating this boy. And I didn't like him right away because he was older and he never introduced himself to us. Like, come on. <laughs> you know, he was like, also, this, I this think guy's he's a murderer. Gotta, this guy's got to be bad news. Um, he pulled up to take my daughter out and he just honked the horn. Like, come on. Yeah. Go to the door, buddy. <laughs> so, yeah. So the death was ruled a suicide, but the dad doesn't buy it. Um, and so he's asking Bruno and them to, or just Bruno, I guess, to help him by getting revenge on this guy and killing him and investigating it. And Misa's like, I'll look into it and I'll find out the truth. So Misa isn't, he's noble in, in a, in a, in some way because he could have just, I feel like the regular mafia would have just been like, okay, you're going to give me a bunch of money to kill somebody. Like, sure. Like, I don't care if he did it or not. Well, they'd probably racketeer him as well. They'd be like, hey, Uh we'll do that if you let us in on your floral shop. Mm -hmm. And then they just terrorize them for money every month. That's true. But he is giving them a fuck ton of money because he opens a suitcase or not a suitcase, like a, 
What's valise mean? Is it different from suitcase? He opens a bag and there's just a bunch of fucking lire in there. It's more like a weekender bag. Oh, I didn't know that was a term, but I like it. Hmm. He's also... Oh, yeah. Bruno is also like, uh, I'm not going to take payment from you until we can verify whether or not this guy is uh, actually killed her. Another not-so-mafia move. Right. Bruno's a like, good mobster. Like, why Why would he do any of the work for free? Like, he's basically a detective. Like, he's doing the detective work and the revenge murder work. That's that's two jobs. He should get paid some now, some later. But anyway. I guess they had a really dry mafia month, you know? Like, they, nothing else was happening. I think, yeah, they must be bored. They were like, all right, we'll investigate a murder. That sounds fun. Um... <laughs> are we done selling the drugs behind the elementary school <laughs> oh okay cool let's help this dude yeah um so misa says he's gonna look into it or i'm sorry um yeah well bruno's gonna look at sorry bruno says he's gonna look into it he tells misa to look into it and misa starts seeing a rock and everybody acts like this rock was there the whole time right which I, yeah, is I so weird at first i was like do they see the rock or yeah. is it like is it like a stand that modifies an existing rock? Well, they'd be able to see it. They're stand users, I guess. Do I think you, they see the rock. Yeah, they do. Do either of you think you understand this rock power? Yes. No. I do. We don't get into it till next episode, though. Fuck. I think it's so confusing. But oh, okay. I think it's compared to everything else. I think it's pretty easy. I think it has multiple rules that yeah. don't make sense. Well, that's true. They make sense. <laughs> Fine. Um. Anyway, so um, yeah. So there's this rock that seems to have been in the room the whole time because everyone's acting like it. It's there. Um, and another thing that's strange. So that the, the, the dad who is looking for revenge gives a picture to Bruno or somebody of like what the, of the guy who killed or he thinks the guy who thinks killed his, his daughter. And, but the picture is like half covered. Like, why would you cover the face? I don't know. Was it? I didn't see it. Like, why is it such yeah, a mystery? I don't know. To us, the viewer. Um, cause we see him like, soon and, like, and it's not like is that it a made big me reveal? think like is he more significant person no he just yeah. gets revealed in the next episode because right. it's not like right i i was like is this the part six villain or something yeah like there's two episodes left yeah <laughs> maybe it's like terrace house where like they show just the the, yeah. the hands and body of like the person you're like ooh, who's gonna join the house next yeah to make sure you tune in for the next episode yeah you're like oh that rock is pretty i hope it's a pretty stand user yeah right exactly um so um, so they they learned that the and also in this story they learned that the boyfriend is a sculptor so they're like mm, sculptor she killed herself with a rock maybe they're with a strange rock maybe they're related um so they're in the in in a car driving to the boyfriend's apartment and mista keeps seeing stones everywhere and he's like this is really fucking weird why are these stones all here why are they following us um mista they go to the they go to the apartment um, mista gets out and bruno says he's getting out too um because i don't know why he wants to look into it as well or something um and he told me still to go but he doesn't trust him to do it right is that what it is i don't know i made that up um i wrote down the word scolopi is that the name of the bad guy his here? name is scolipi okay. um does anyone guess what is it scallops it's scallopini Aww, like yummy. veal scallopini okay hmm. don't eat veal though yeah those no. animals are too young oh they're too young i'm what too you? young to die do you not eat eggs those aren't chickens they're eggs who gives a shit by the way <laughs> i do eat veal but don't do what i do do as i say 
I just I'll eat veal and then I'll cry about it. I'll be like, oh, <laughs> this little baby cow. Um, That's how I feel when, I, cow when I order infant bodies to snack on. <laughs> anyway, it's not like the cow's gonna have a great career. You know <laughs> what I mean? That's fucked up, dude. You don't even know anything about cow uh, competition and pressure to eat the most grass yeah. in the cow Miles city. Thinks, Miles thinks the life is only as valuable as what it does with it. That's what it's bred to do. It's bred to produce milk and get eaten by me. Mm. What like, were you born to do? Eat cows. Podcast? I have, I'm only fulfilling my destiny. I'm calling your parents. Veal. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, so... Uh, mm-hmm. So Misa goes in. He he get he approaches an elevator. Um, he's thinking about stuff. The elevator door opens. Oh, we keep seeing the rock on the way to the place too. Yeah, when Let's, they're driving there. I said that. Oh, you did. I'm sorry. I was thinking about veal. Um, <laughs> this is before we said this that. This is before we talked about. Sorry, veal. but the reason why I bring it back up is because when they're in the car and about to drive off or they're getting in, you see the rock kind of peering out from behind the car. Really? <laughs> like the rock is being like, hey. <laughs> Hey, mister. And he's like, what are you doing here and there? Uh, and by the way, the rock uh, has like a, the kanji, um, because this is Italian, uh, a kanji that basically means bad luck. And it, it actually changes words later. And that's scary. And Mista's Mista. like, I don't understand that language. Right. <laughs> he's like, why is there like a rectangle with an X in it? Oh, true, true, true. Um, so um, Misa approaches the elevator. He's thinking about stuff. The elevator door opens. There's a rock in there. The rock is shaped like Bucciarati. Not yet. It's not yet. Okay, it's, there's just a rock in there. It's shaped like the thing that I was just talking about with the character. And then he uh, shoots it five times. He shoots it. With his gun. And then like it's revealed that he kind of carved away um, mm. Bruno in like a fetal position. Yeah. Yeah, that's and then, in shape like Bucciarati, and and we see that there's the the bad guy, the the stand users in the elevator, but he's like kind of hiding. Um, he's peering out from behind the elevator door, like, yeah. hey, <laughs> he is. Um, and that's the cliffhanger end of the episode. We're like, oh, who's this mystery man? What does this have to do with? anything we've already seen like who cares yes. about this flashback we already know like what happens in the future that's how i felt jackie <laughs> i was like who cares about this yeah so the arc is called sleeping slaves um i i do like this i like this little story i think it's a solid stand design it's yeah. it's nice to see the original Bucciolati gang doing a thing but it is this thing where you're like well is this arc over it feels what, misplaced. What happens yeah, now? Uh, uh, people have always thought it was weird, I think. Okay. Um, and I tried to do some research to figure out like what Araki was saying, because part of me wonders if maybe he was going, you know, I miss writing this sort of thing. Mm. You know, I miss these characters and stuff, and I'm like not ready to... Like where there's detective work and a mystery and that kind of thing. And the mafia doing a thing for yeah. a citizen, like a, yeah. and like this murder story, kind of like the... the um, the Rohan one-shots, you know, mm-hmm. you've been watching, where here's a macabre thing that happened, let's investigate uh but it yeah it is a weird uh, or part of me also thinks like did araki like did like shonen jump or whatever come to him and go hey can you like do some more shit like we have mm-hmm. we need you to fill our magazine for like four more weeks yeah we printed all these extra magazines but we have nothing to put in them yeah i mean either way it's it's still cool but yeah it just sucks that this is the placement yeah i'd rather have it be like a filler in the middle of the of the arc to give himself time to think or whatever the way uh David Pro has all these recaps or whatever. Mm. Um, so I can understand that for, for y'all two not knowing what comes next, um, it is very weird to be like, what? Like, we wanted to see the end. Yeah. I think what, what, what 
it could have been improved if the, if David Pro was like, let's let's restructure this, and they took this part and they moved it in the middle somewhere. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, you as know? filler. Yeah, as filler. But but it could have come back at the end because if the theme, if it's all supposed to be tying in like fate and stuff, then like if if you want the ending to be about fate instead of like re like adding a new like little story in here to to make it all like you could have just like stuck this part in the middle and then have the call back in the end where it's like oh what's this thing with the rocks spoiler 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 to we'll talk about it in the next episode but yeah i mean he in the definitely, next podcast but i think he definitely wrote this at the end because it has like some foreshadowing and it, it could have been it would have been perfect to use it earlier yeah I think a lot of JoJo, a lot of Araki writing would be benefited if he had foreshadowing so then it appears more deliberate what his next um, but what if David, move is. I think it'd be cool if David Pro like just like reordered it a little bit so it was a little bit more... Well, they did actually. They actually did bring this in even earlier. In the manga release, like in the magazine that it came out in, it was like, I guess, even closer to the end. Like it was right at the end. But I hear what you're saying. They could have brought it in earlier. What do you mean right at the end? Isn't this right at the end? Aren't we at the end? I think it was like even later. Like Really? It might, maybe it's after like uh, the resolution of the Giorno stuff. I I don't, I don't know. Um, But yeah, I don't know if David Pro would be down to make that huge a shift they could have brought it in even earlier than like like a couple episodes earlier like instead of instead of after the final battle like before the final battle battle like we get this like kind of like what does this filler thing have to do with anything i don't know yeah it would have to be before um i think bruno meets um diablo in that that fucking church or whatever um mm. to me that that would be the best part for it it's like just in terms of literary liter- literary 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 literature i'm gonna cut out all the stuttering mm. So what did you think of this first half of the episode of of the part the finale? I found it confusing and it kind of blunted the impact of what was happening in the main storyline. Yeah, I agree. I like it because I know that this is ending and I am sad and I'm I am glad sad. that we are taking a moment to uh do more stuff with JoJo and do more stuff in this arc. Hmm. But I agree that yeah, as a viewer, especially probably first time, it's like, what are you doing? I like it. I like it as an episode, but I don't like it as a finale. You know what I mean? Like you, you want a finale to feel like very dramatic and like everything's wrapping up mm-hmm. rather than like, let's introduce some new ideas right at the end, mm-hmm. you know? But I think by it's as an episode, it's good. I just wish that it wasn't the part of the finale, you know? It's interesting too because i think if you wanted to do this kind of thing where you go back like earlier in time and you show when the gang's all together and they're investigating a thing it would make sense this is something they do in movies where it might show like and this is why it ends the way it does or this is why diavolo did this or giorno did this and it shows like a little lesson about bucciolati showing giorno um, what fate and effort and cause and effect mean, but it doesn't have anything to do with that. Yeah, it has to do with something that happened way, way before. Like one thing, like for example, like we're we're if we're if this episode is taking place so late in what's happening and we know a lot of things, like you know, we have a flashback, we see Fugo. Like we could have, can we acknowledge the fact that Fugo uh, uh, like abandons them? He's like, I you always I mean? wanted to go to France. Yeah, yeah. or like, I mean, I. Like I think it would have been nice if the finale told us what happened to Fugo or mm-hmm. like had Fugo reunite with them at some point. You know what I mean? Like even just to like no hard feelings, <laughs> right. no hard feelings, guys. <laughs> well, we don't know. Maybe next episode we'll do that. 
Right, right, because we... Because we're not talking about episode 39. We're not talking about it, but we have seen it, so we know. No. But we'll, we'll talk more about endings. Do you want me to tell you whether it happens? Stop. Okay. All right, well, I guess we can end this episode. Of Let's the end this episode. Bye. Tune in next week in a few minutes. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's next week for them, but it's a few minutes for us. Yeah, it's crazy how time works. Time. We're erasing... So for... for for them, they get to experience all the time between this episode and next, but for us, it's erased. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like being a victim. You know? A victim? We're a victim of KC's power while they all get to be KC. Nothing cool would have happened anyway. No, nothing happens this week. Yeah, you would have had a boring week. You don't know. Big JoJo stuff could have happened. Mm. Anyway, until next time, everyone. Thanks for listening. Now I regret uh, it. Watch the JoJo episode. Watch, watch these episodes like four more times, uh, and then we'll talk... And you'll understand more next week.